This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to our opinion booth. I say our because uh, my absolutely dapper looking guest <laughs> has walked in. And uh, that song was played, uh, you know, strategically. The title of today's show, Treat Her Like a Lady. And um, my guest is uh, Joska. Nickname Matauzen. I'm still gonna ask you about your nickname. <laughs> Matauzen Maswangani. Did I pronounce your surname That's properly? That's correct. That's correct. You're a socialite, image consultant, fashion stylist, and entrepreneur. Joska is also co-founder of Spellete clothing brand. Spellete is safety pin, right? Um, and you're wearing a beautiful one there, by the way. Very, Thank you. very stylish. Spellete clothing brand with the focus being on menswear. He is passionate about charity work and is the secretary of a non-profit organization called Makapanstad Recreational Center, which promotes sports, arts, and cultural activities. Welcome Thank to you. Opinion Booth. Thank you. Thank you. Today is the first day of uh, Women's Month. Uh, and yes, you know, all you men out there get used to the fact that we're going to be talking anything woman related, anything regarding women for the entire month. I know a lot of guys always complain that, you know, uh, you get Women's Day, you don't get Men's Day. Uh, but I think you guys should be content with Father's Day, you know, seeing that we also have uh, Mother's Day. That's uh, the closest you'll get to, you know, trying to celebrate or trying to be celebrated um, for the entire month but I think we've earned it and on your side you'll 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 have to um, make up your own you know perhaps you can choose a month out of the calendar uh, that you can dedicate to yourselves if it will make you any happier so today being the first day of women's month I thought to myself instead of having a female guest why not invite a man into the studio a man that appreciates and celebrates women a man that is forever posting on social media about how a lady should be treated. Joska, I find your Facebook pace, uh, posts interesting and refreshing. Thank you. You always express your love and respect for women, which I appreciate from one woman, you know, representing other women. It is even more intri- uh, intriguing because you are so young. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Um, 27 years old. Very young. Yeah. And I mean, you know, people talk about chivalry being dead and <laughs> you are considered a millennial, right? You, you are considered. A, I, don't, I don't like the term, the bone like, free and all that. No. But when you, when you look at your age, considering you, you, you fall under that age gap, you, you mm. will be considered, um, you, uh, a, a millennial. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a generation older than you. In a nutshell, yes. So as, as young as you are, do you get flack from male friends in particular for advocating so much uh, for women? Well, I think um, with this new feminist movement coming out, it's it's actually gotten to a point where it's uh, male versus female, where you get to a point where uh, most people are feeling like they are under attack. So they would have to, in a way, gravitate towards um, fighting the other uh, species, in, in, I mean, in terms of gender. Like they would see themselves as on the opposite side of the coin, so they have to protect what's theirs, and then in a, a protective shell builds up because um, it's male versus female. So when you are a young black male 
like myself and you are on the female side if there's a term called the male feminist i would i would i would in a way identify with that because i think growing up around women surrounded by women uh i have learned to sympathize with women uh, and show empathy for everything that they go through so in a way it's very frowned upon for a young black man to be advocating so much for women and most people wouldn't understand that which is very sad because you know at the end of the day there's no escaping the fact that woman gave you life true woman puts <laughs> up with so much i mean woman puts up with childbirth whether as Natural birth, whether it's C-section, you know, with natural birth, you hear of women who go into labor for 24 hours. I've heard of some women experiencing labor pains for 48 hours. And I mean, to even start to articulate or to try and describe labor pains, which personally I can't relate because both both my boys were by uh, C-section. But I can tell you right now, C-section twice Bearing in mind that it takes you a good six weeks to recover mm. Well, you can't even drive I mean, you have to rely on your partner or friends To take you around, you know, from uh, to home affairs To register the birth of your child Which is a nightmare on its own You know, this conversation is not about home affairs But we, <laughs> we all know the struggles of trying to register you t- uh, your child And to get them a birth certificate And then you also have to take your child for their 10-day um uh, appointment with the with the nurse or your pediatrician, mm. and then they after you you have to make sure that they they um, uh, cover all the immunization um, uh, injection schedules, right? True. So, you know it, it's we we it, it's a beautiful thing, um, and you know that's the least that society can do to celebrate women for the entire month. And as I said earlier, I think we we've uh, we've paid our dues. I'd I'd, I'd say we're not doing enough In my opinion I think we should be doing more I think we owe an entire generation of existence to men Because without women There wouldn't be men So I mean I think we should be doing more Actually as male uh, Figures to Uplift the name of women in, In the country, in society In everything in general I mean for every aspect of existence I think women should be uh, held on a pedestal Because if you think about it Every single human being That's on earth I don't know how many billions there are All come from a woman Oh wow So most people wouldn't Wouldn't think of it that way And and there's, there's um, I think it's called Keep Your Head High A song by Tupac Shakur Where he says I mean if we all come from a woman We got our love from a woman We got our name from a woman I wonder why we kill our women, why we rape our women. Do we hate our women? And that code alone is enough for me to just step, step back in awe and think about my, my grandmother who just recently passed away, my, oh, no, my sorry mother. To hear that. Thank you. My mother and everyone that just raised me from difficult circumstances surrounded by abject poverty. And I can tell you for the entire 27 years of my existence, I've never slept on a hungry stomach. Because my mom would make sure that I sleep with, you know, so there isn't, I don't think there is a love equal. Apart from God's love, there's a love that is remotely close to the love you would get from a woman. 
It so. is so refreshing to hear that from a man. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's why I brought you here. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's got more of, uh, of a, of a weight, if I can use, uh, use it in that, in that way. Um, when it, when it comes from a man, you know, when I, when I sent you an email asking you to be a guest on my show, um, th- th- this, this is how you responded. I quote you, I think a discussion of the treat her like a lady topic would be most appropriate since many men have depicted that topic in contradictory ways. Please share with me, like, is it, does this stem from conversations you've had uh, with other men when you say contradictory ways? I think um, society in large, we've been told that the role of a woman is in the kitchen. Um, we've been taught by religious, uh, different religious principalities that when you're a woman, I mean, you are, because you are weak in an, in a way, you are dependent on a man. I think that, that on its own has to be undone. We have to find it in ourselves to celebrate the fact that a woman is more powerful than we give a authority to express herself in that power sense because I think the powerful woman is more powerful than we actually think or we think we know, you know. The capacity of the woman's uh, potential is reached only, in my opinion, only 10% of what she can do because she has been indoctrinated, she has been programmed, she has been given this preconceived notion, so this preconceived ideas that she can only reach up to a certain level and she cannot go beyond that. So we have to undo that and that takes someone who understands the strategy of building a strategy around creating an environment where a woman would be held in a way equal to a man. Ooh, I am loving. I'm, 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 I'm loving this. I mean, you know, today being the first of August and I think I'm starting it on a positive note, not just for myself as a woman, but I think for, I, I speak for all women when I say that you, you're starting yourself on a, on a good positive note. You know, the things that are coming out of your mouth is what every woman wants to hear. One of your free, uh, Facebook posts, you posted, um, not, I think a couple of days ago, actually, you posted, Find a guy who calls you beautiful instead of hot, who calls you back when you hang up on him, who will lie under the stars and listen to your heartbeat, or who will stay awake just to watch you sleep. Wait for the guy who kisses your forehead, who wants to show you off to the world when you are in sweats, who holds your hand in front of his friends, who thinks you're just as pretty without makeup on. That is, I mean, I'm sure you get a lot of female uh, friends on Facebook who say, Jessica, I mean, just, just say it again. I mean, take, take me through, you know, what, what goes on in your head or what makes you actually want to put it out for the world to see? Are you, is it your way or your attempt of trying to create dialogue or is it your message to other men, to your peers to say, this is how a woman, this is how a lady should be treated? I actually want to be bigger than my existence. I want to be bigger than my community. I want to be bigger than where I come from. I want to be bigger than just everything else that would define me on the physical earth. I want a legacy to be left behind. I want 10, 20, 30 years from now, I want to be quoted. 
And that, that means that every single thing that I do has to leave a blueprint for the next generation to follow. So I feel like there's certain things that we need to do in our conduct. No one is perfect. In our conduct, in our thoughts, in our actions, in the things that we say, we have to think about how it's going to impact the next generation. So some, in, in a way, I would consider myself someone who is trying in, in a way to become a role model. So everything that I say, a lot of thought goes into it. It's planned. It's, it's, it's premeditated. So I would think about how it's going to impact everyone. And I, hence I would say things like that, especially on the social media platform. I mean, I started just posting things on Facebook and boom, I've got like 20,000 followers. That they, is incredible. So it's, it's for someone who's never had a platform like this with radio and, and, and TV and, and everything. I, I'd say that says something to me. What, what more validation do I need from the next person that whatever I'm doing is right? I mean, there are critics, there are people, there are naysayers, but I feel I'm on the right direction. My authentic self says that. The inner me says that to, to my core, I'm embracing everything that I do and I'm embracing myself in absolute totality because I feel like I'm on the right track. You are indeed on the right track. You know, what's, what's, what's obvious is that you, you were surrounded by strong, respected women as a child and even today. Tell me about relationships uh, with women in your lives, uh, from your partner, girlfriend, <laughs> to your mum, to your female relatives, to your female friends, etc. Um, my relationship with them has been... <sighs> It's, it's, it's been very sacred. If I can use that word. I know it's not the right way to use, but I, I feel that, um, every single woman has made an impact on the kind of personality that I have. Cause a personality and a character is built up by different aspects that you pick up from different people that are surround, that you're surrounded by. And I feel like the women in my life, my mother in particular, my grandmother, my girlfriend and everyone else that has been in my life has has in a way created uh the Joska that I am today. And I don't think like I've got I'm constantly evolving, I'm constantly changing. So I'm learning from them in a way. I'm not the same person I was five minutes ago because I met you now. And just the energy that, that I'm surrounded by is enough to feed off to say, okay, from just seeing you being in your presence without you uttering a single word what do I learn about you as a person and how can I use that to change me to become a better person because I feel like we're on a journey we are we are vessels you know we are we are we are like a whistle the wind blows through us so it's 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 energy you know it's it's the essence of what the eastern philosophers call the principle of karma in physics, they call it Newton's third law of motion. For every action, there's an equal opposite reaction. It means that everything that you do, everything that you take out into the world, it comes back to you. And sometimes it doesn't come back from the person that you are reacting towards, but it always comes back. So it's it's power. I think Rhoda Ban calls it the secret in her book. Yes. Yes. So I believe in that. I follow that philosophy. And I guess that's how women in general have have made me to get to my a point where I can put myself in their shoes, put myself in their position and understand them in a better way. Hmm. Wow. 
<laughs> I'm smiling from ear to ear and I think it's, it's going to stay that way for the duration of the show. I came across this quote, treat your lady how you would want your dad to treat your mum <laughs> and how you would want your future son-in-law to treat your daughter. Profound, right? Deep. Very deep. <laughs> it's as simple as that. It is. You know, whether you have a daughter or not, I mean, at some point you're going to have um, an, an, a niece. At some point you might be appointed uh, god godfather to somebody. And if they happen to be a girl, you have a responsibility as a godfather to be that father figure. Because obviously as a godfather, um, the thinking is that should anything happen to the parents or should anything happen to the father – as a godfather, you have to step up, you have to pull up your socks and, you know, act in a fatherly figure. So you would want to make sure that as a 27-year-old, you treat your woman in such a way that you would want any female uh, family member that's close to you or any f- uh, female friend that's close to you, you want them to be treated right. You would treat her in a way that you want your future son-in-law to treat your daughter. I love that. What did your father or father figure teach you about women and relationships? Um, my father being the kind of person that he is, has, I think, in a way taught me that um, the stereotypes that society has upon women are not necessarily true. You know, I come from a household where my father could cook. Uh uh, there was a point where I was sick I think I was five And my father left her job to take care of me So that my mom can go to the job Those are, those are the things that people do not uh, Get to see About uh, African fathers Because they are taught differently From the norm So I'd say there have been people that have been There generations before me that understood this So this is not new This is not record science This is something that is doable And all we have to do is just Take it from there and enhance it and grow it and make it bigger so that it impacts people on a much more bigger scale. And that's what we are doing right now. I came across a, a quote, treat her like you're still trying to win her. And that's <laughs> how you'll never lose her. Your thoughts on that? Um, I think you're always trying to win her, aren't you? Every single day you're trying to win her. It's you're only as good as your last thoughts your last actions and your last words to her. So every single day you have to make it your, your determination, your goal, your ambition to impart that, that because people, people get divorced because you're not the same person I was when you were, when we married, when I'm, I married you, you were into this and that, and now you're a completely different person. So we are constantly trying. Every single day Doesn't matter if you bought her 40,000 flowers yesterday But when you wake up in the morning It's a new day And if you fight Then everything else has been deleted So you have to start from scratch Every single day You make a conscious decision It's like love When when the feeling of attraction fades away When um, all the romance The spark is gone The only thing that you do Is you get to a point where Love is a decision You decide to be in love that I feel that's the mature approach. Beautiful. So you're saying, you know, you, your message out there to men is that don't, don't get comfortable. True. Like you said, if if um, if 
your man had brought you 40,000 roses yesterday, it doesn't mean today he should not make that conscientious uh, effort to impress you. True. Because it's his way of trying to keep you happy. Right. In, in my ideal world, every day would be Valentine's plus Women's Day. Hmm. Say that again. In my ideal world, every day would be Valentine's and Women's Day. Beautiful. <laughs> I hope my husband's listening to this. <laughs> He's in deep trouble. Like there's absolute pressure right there. Another quote goes, you can't treat her like everyone else and expect her to be different from anyone else. She will walk away like everyone else. What is your opinion on that? Um, sorry. Women do not look for what is nice or romantic or beautiful. Women look for what is different, I feel. Because you could be the richest guy, you could be the most handsome guy, but if you're a common guy, then there's nothing that sets you apart from everything else. So I think we should try and um, change that. We should ch- change the mentality that uh, um, if you are just like everyone else, then everything will just happen for you You have to stand apart There has to be something That makes you different From the next guy Because I feel like Well from what I've watched With women surrounding me A girl gets approached I don't know how many times a day If it's five guys a day That is five times seven a week If it's five times seven a week It's that number times I don't know how many weeks 52 And then the whole year So what makes you think She's gonna say no That many times Hmm Wow Wow. <laughs> the next one goes, being male is a matter of birth. Being a man is a matter of age. But being a gentleman is a matter of choice. Do you agree? I would add to that. I'd say being a gentleman never goes out of fashion. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a conscious decision you make. It's what you said, shiver is dead. Yes, we we make that decision. We choose to say it's easier not to open the car for a woman. It's easier not to carry her bag. It's easier not to do those things because men are equal anyway. So why should we still do that? That's like, and we you get women like that. Women that have been either in abusive relationships, women that have been molested or raped, that feel like uh, they have to man up and take over the masculine role because. Because they do not embrace chivalry anymore Because they feel that these are our attackers And I think that kills it That kills society That kills everything else So we should change that And we can change that It's possible It's only up to us to make sure that we we teach Whoever is coming up Especially men We teach them how to treat women right And we can I've been taught I've watched, you know, there's, there's what you call cognizant, what you call omnicognizant learning. Yeah. The cognizant is when you, you learn consciously, but the omnicognizant you learn by observing. You don't have to study. You just watch. You just look around and it just comes to you. It clicks. And that's what we should do. We should teach by example. We can be role models. As young as I am, I can be somebody's role model. Absolutely. So and I love that you are actually. I am. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you 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 consider yourself a role model because you are. Like I said, at the age of twenty seven, there's there's a, a lot uh, that your peers can 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 learn from. And I say peer because you you're still a youth. 
you know, till the, till the age of <laughs> till the age of 35. And I mean, there's a, there's a reason why I invited you to the show because I knew that you were going to impart a lot of knowledge, uh, something that a lot of your peers could learn from. One of your other posts, which, um, you know, I, I'm sure it was controversial after you posted this because I see you had loads and loads of uh, comments. You started off by saying, Capitec is my emergency <laughs> card. Bay needs to know the pin. Guys who don't give their women their card are either cheating or broke. Really? Is is that a fact? So if so if my if my husband doesn't give me his card and his pin, are you saying that he's either cheating or broke or both? I don't know. I, I, I believe the role of a man is a provider. I think it's even in the Bible that the man should provide. I feel emasculated when a woman takes over my role. I don't think it should be that way. I think we should get to a level where we do not shy away from the responsibility of being a provider because of, I mean, societal challenges, uh, economic challenges, the fact that you are unemployed doesn't mean you cannot um, take over your role as a provider. I feel like we should be motivated enough to take up responsibility for the things that should be our roles. And I think we've been running away for that for a long time. And it's time to undo that as well. We need to provide for our families. There's nothing that makes you more powerful than being able to trust yourself with providing for the women and children in your lives. You know, hence I do not get people that make babies and run away or people that uh, run away from the responsibility of being a woman or people that feel, cause sometimes a woman doesn't leave you because you don't have money. A woman doesn't leave you because you lost that job. Sometimes a woman leaves you because he does not see potential. I mean, I've been now in a six-year relationship. There are times where there were challenges where I lost my job and she never left because she knows that I'm bigger than my current circumstances. Beautiful. I can grow out of it, you know. If I take a taxi with her today, I could be taking a Mercedes-Benz with her in the next two years. Absolutely. So if a woman, people need to distinguish between... um Ambition and money, success, because women, I feel, are more attracted to ambition. There is nothing more attractive to a woman than ambition, in my opinion, because ambition means that even if that money gets taken away, if it gets stripped out of those Gucci, Louis Vuitton, and all those designer brands, you can still make more money and get them again. But if you only have money and you don't know where it comes from, if it's intergenerational wealth, if you inherited it because someone passed away and you don't know how that money was weighed, you don't have the wisdom of making that money, then you do not have potential. You only have money. You're only as good as your last rent. When you lose it, it's gone. So I feel we should raise our women to look for men that have ambition, that have drive. That have an obsession with perfection, a quest for innovation, a dedication to being the very best that they can be. And if we do that, then we will challenge the men to rise up to the challenge and meet those standards. Because if expectations are created, but they are not met, they turn into disappointment. And we do not want to disappoint them. So we will rise to the challenge. And that's what we should do. We should provide for our women. We must stop calling women gold diggers because we are broke. Sure. I like what you said initially when you said that uh, men should not be intimidated by an ambitious woman or hardworking women. You went on to say the reason why other women look attractive is because someone is taking good care of them. 
the grass is always green where it is watered. Water. These are your words, right? <laughs> I'm just quoting you. Instead of drooling over the green grass on the other side of the fence, work on yours and water it regularly. True. So you feel strongly about that? Very passionately. I, I, I feel very passionate about that because that's what I believe. I believe you must invest in what you want. You create your own reality with your actions and with everything that you do. So you have to invest in the woman that you want to be. If you want your woman to be beautiful, the reason why that other woman looks beautiful is because some other guy invested in him. That's what I believe. Sure. So if you go to the street and one woman looks more beautiful than your woman in your head, then you have to say, then what does it, what does that say about me? Because if you want to know the kind of men that a woman dates, you look at the standard of living that a, the woman is in. So if I go to the street and my, I see a woman looking gorgeous, and where does that Brazilian weave come from? You know, some other guy put it possibly. So I think we should invest in, we should invest in the women in our lives. And you're going to say your woman will never outgrow the desire to be spoiled with little treats, flowers, chocolates, gifts, sweet, sweet messages, and an occasional date night for a heart to heart conversation with you. <laughs> I am loving this. And I mean, that, that's, that's why I'm, you know, a, a, a huge, a huge fan uh, of you. And I think that's why you've got over 20,000 um, followers on, on Facebook. And I can bet my last dollar that majority of your Facebook followers, a majority of that 20,000, it's probably 90% women. Um, I, I can only just assume, and, and I think I'm correct in that, in that assumption. Treat her like a queen, and she'll treat you like a king. Treat her like a game, and she'll show you how it's played. Fair enough? Fair enough. Um, powerful statement, actually. It's, it's, it goes back to what we said before about karma. What you what you do always comes back to you. If you treat her well, if you invest in her, the most selfish thing an individual can do is be selfless. Because when you give, when you let go, when you when you when you when you give more than you expected to, when you go the extra mile, when you're asked to go one mile and you go another and another and another, those things always come back to you. So isn't it selfish? Because at the end you're the one that's benefiting. Hmm. I don't know if you know about a video that has been circulating on Facebook. This guy beating up a woman at a petrol station. His car door is open and he's sitting on top of this woman's chest and punching her. There is a female passenger in the front seat and there's a guy filming on his cell phone and he's acting as a commentator. He starts off by going, and now we're going to see the first blow and now he slaps her and now he drags her by the hair. This guy's busy filming, the same guy who's commentating. This place is packed with men, the petrol station that is. And the beating goes on and on and on until some strangers emerge from a distance. And then the, one of them pours a drink over this guy's head and the other slaps him. What would you have done? Because, I mean, when you watch the video, and I'm not exaggerating, that's probably a good... 80, 100 of, of men And this guy is beating her mercilessly What would you have done? Huh. 
I don't I don't want to act like a saint. I need to be as honest as possible. I think we sometimes get to a point where we just throw judgment without being in that position. I've never been in a position like that. It's very difficult for me to make a decision to say I would go there, step in. I mean, there's a guy called Mandla Shajwa who, who, who was, yes, who was murdered in a similar circumstance trying yes. to help a woman and it backfired. So it's scary because the society we are in is teaching us that um, we must walk away. We must step away from women that are being victimized. I mean, we witness it all the time. Um, just recently I saw, uh, a guy in Sushanguve who was just threatening a woman in the middle of the street in blood red daylight with a gun, telling her she's going to kill her because she's cheated on him. So nobody did anything. Everybody just watched. Um, I just drove past and I think it's because of fear. There is fear. People are afraid for themselves. They are afraid for their lives. So not everyone will step in. It's only a selected few that would. And I'm telling you, in our hearts, we sympathize with that woman. We, we, we feel for that woman. But the, the actual ability of helping someone that is vulnerable is not there. Really. You can't even pick up your phone, like maybe you go and hide around, you know, the other side of the petrol station to phone the police, perhaps if, if you're scared to intervene, because I get it that sometimes it's too dangerous a situation for you to intervene. But I mean, I, I doubt anybody in the, you know, any of the spectators, as we would call them, because in their minds, they were watching a free mm. show, which is, which is actually very sick. But I mean, we, we, we can't even do that, uh, as, 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 as a people. You know, you, you're not able to pick up a phone. Instead, you're using the same phone to record mm. a live recording of this instead of actually just dialing an emergency number mm. or dialing the police. Mm. But I mean, you're right that, that that's how society has become because we are, we are scared of being hurt ourselves. There's this notion that when a guy beats you up, it's because he loves you. You even hear of women saying, if your boyfriend doesn't beat you up, he doesn't love you. As a man, what can you say to women who believe in such? Um, there's a quote in the Bible that says, love doesn't hurt. Um, love, love is always kind, you know. Love sees beyond uh, imperfections. It sees beyond... Um, uh, mistakes it forgives you know and we need to learn that i mean that's why people are getting beaten up because they don't understand it i mean the word love has been used and abused in the name of i love you because you're beautiful i love you because you make me look good when i'm in a club i love you because walking around with you i mean arm makes me look good that's not love are you in love with your partner's personality or are you in love with the idea of the, them being there in, 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 around your space, you know? Cause some people are in relationships because their pictures look good on Facebook. Cause they look, they is hot, you know? And I think we should change that. That's, that's the thing because we, we have given too much emphasis on physical appearance. And on things that are in a nutshell superficial They're not real They are just things that can always be stripped away But who are you at your core? Who are you when all of that is stripped away? 
will I still love you? Will I still love you when we have none of those things? Am I attracted to you because of what you have or am I attracted to you because of what you are? Hmm. What is your opinion on Athama Fogate allegedly beating Sisi? I love Arthur's music. <laughs> so it's very disappointing. I mean, I grew up listening to Arthur's music. And, uh, I, 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 I would, I would think that someone that should be considered the role model. But then again, I'd say the only two people that know what happened is Arthur and Sissy. And for now, we operate on a level where in a society where he's innocent until proven guilty. So I don't think we should judge. I think he should be treated with the respect that he deserves until he gets to a point where it's proven otherwise. And if it's proven otherwise, we should operate on a position of zero to- zero tolerance for that because no one has got the right to raise their hand to a woman in anger, regardless of who provoked you, how or what, no one has got the right to do that. And your opinion on Brix's uh, rape conviction? Wow, Sonia. <laughs> I'm asking for other ladies. For, I'm asking a man for a reason. Um, Remember, it's Women's Month, so I, I can ask you anything. Real men don't rape. Okay. Real men don't rape. Real men don't fast themselves on a woman and no means no. I'm not going to say whether Briggs is guilty or innocent, but if he's... Well, he's been convicted. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's mixed emotions. Okay. And R. Kelly's um, sex cult, what's your opinion on that? That's wrong. What's your opinion on Kevin Hart apparently cheating on his pregnant wife? Kevin's heart is be- uh, his wife is beautiful, by the way. She's gorgeous. So I, I, I do not see anyone cheating on such a beautiful woman. I mean, like she's, but then again, we don't know what happened. I mean, why do, why do men cheat? Why do women cheat? It raises a lot of questions. And maybe there are circumstances that have uh, contributed to what, towards that happening. So who am I to judge? I'm only human. I have my own mistakes and flaws and imperfections. And I can, I mean, make opinions about somebody else's um, life, style, or mistakes. But what am I doing to make sure it doesn't happen to me? That I don't do the same thing? That I don't fall into the same trap? What am I learning from those mistakes? I think that should be the focus of the conversation. Rather than you are wrong, you are guilty, you did this, why did you? Let's find out why is this happening so that we prevent it from happening from other people. You started off by saying Who cheats on a beautiful woman like that Are you saying when a woman is not beautiful It's okay to cheat on her <laughs> And I'm really just putting you on the spot here <laughs> I used to have a crush on Haley Berry Okay And then is it Eric Benet? Eric Benet, yeah Yeah, cheated on Haley Berry I was like, I didn't cheat on Haley Berry Haley Berry is like the most beautiful woman on earth But I mean, when you grow up You start realizing that I mean, it goes beyond physical and maybe there must be something that is contributing towards that. I mean, we cannot judge. We don't know. I've, I'd like to believe I've dated some of my exes that were beautiful, but they've made mistakes that made me leave them. So it's it goes beyond beauty. It's about how you are on the inside because 
beauty only attracts you to that person, but who that person is is what you fall in love with. True. So, the end. <laughs> I like the end. You, you're really just wanting to get out of this. It's okay. I'll let you. I'll let it slide for now. But on a on a lighter note, you and I are very dark in complexion. Mm. Pun intended. <laughs> what is the obsession with dating yellow bones? Do I have an obsession with yellow bones? Your woman <laughs> is what we would consider a yellow bone. Maybe it's 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 how we grew up. How I grew up. I've always believed. Ah, man, I'm dark. I should date only light-skinned women. And so, why is that? I don't know. Subconsciously, this this is what happened. Why did you marry Matthew? Matthew's not a, Matthew's not a yellow bone. He's not a yellow. We we we're gonna. I'm gonna bring you into studio later on uh, because we, we're gonna talk about yellow bones. I call myself a black bone, by the way. Yeah, we, yellow bone is a topic altogether. I mean, we need a full hour, if not more, to talk about yellow bone. But like I said, it was just on a lighter note, and hence I said pun pun intended. A woman will be as girly as you pamper her, wow. as ladylike as you treat her, as intelligent as you challenge her, and as sensual as you entice her. Which couple do you personally look at and say relationship goals and why? Persizana and Romeo. That's relationship goals. That's your. That's the. That's for me. That's wow. I mean, considering how they are, I'd feel like I would. I don't know. Maybe I'd deactivate my account if they break up. <laughs> <laughs> that's how much you love them. <laughs> Okay. They okay. are they are amazing because I think it's there's just there's this quote I like saying build an empire with Bay. I think that's very attractive when people hustle together. That's just powerful. It just shows that because we came together, we're gonna put our energies and create a synergy that will go forward to make a oneness that exists just to enhance us. As individuals So the two come together To become bigger A bigger one And I think that's What they are That's relationship goals Thank you so so much For spending your time with me Spending your morning with me Like Muhammad. I said I'm going to bring you again uh, We're going to discuss uh, Yellowbone Yeah we should Yellowbone versus Blackbone Yeah This is us <laughs> <laughs> Jessica thank you so so much My humble opinion after all This is the opinion booth Learn to appreciate her Or she will fall for the first guy That gives her attention Compliment her Or she will warm up To a guy that does Never give up on her When she goes through a rough patch Or duck face A woman will stay loyal to you when she knows you will stick with her and support her when she feels like giving up. Let her know she is the first person you think about in the morning and the last person you think about before you close your eyes at night. You want to be a king? Treat her like a queen. Aspire to inspire before you expire. This is CliffCentral.com.